Hey guys, it's Lauren Yates here, celebrity interviewer, entertainment reporter, and the host of this podcast, Rave It Up, celebrity news, reviews, and interviews. If this is the first time you're listening, go check out our show's trailer on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to learn more about us. And make sure to follow us on social media to tell us what else you would like to hear from this podcast. We are under Rave It Up TV on Instagram, Rave It Up Show on Facebook, and our website is raveituptv.com. Now today, we have a chat to Australian actor Ben Turland. You may know playing Hendrix Grayson in the TV show Neighbours. We have a talk about Neighbours and about Ben's audition process for the show, as well as hear about some funny stories behind the scenes. But we also go back and talk about his dancing career, and about what it was like being on Young Talent Time and Australia's Got Talent, about being in Saturday Night Fever, and also about some of the amazing artists he has performed with. We also get personal and talk about mental health. He's a mental health advocate and he loves meditation. So we have a talk about all of that. And he also gives some advice that also might help some of you that might be struggling. There's so much to cover, so let's get into it now. Before we get into today's interview, we would like to give a shout out to our Patreons, Irene, Bev and Michael. If you haven't heard of Patreon before, it is a great way to support us and keep us running and improving. You pick a membership tier that suits you and your budget per month, and in return for supporting us, we'll give you behind the scenes content and free stuff. You don't have to give much either. You can be a part of our Patreons for as little as $4 a month. Just visit patreon.com forward slash rave it up. You can even donate through PayPal if you don't trust other sites. You can do so just through our email, raveituptv at gmail.com. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact us. We appreciate anything you can do to support us. Now, let's get into this interview. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Raise it all. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. It's Keegan Allen from Pretty Little Liars. Hi, this is Arthur Buttrose. It's Cosentino. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. Raving it up. Raving it up. fun. Hashtag Lauren, Rave It Up. Sorry. Thank you, I like that effect. We're raving it up. Ben, welcome to Rave It Up. It's a pleasure to finally have you on our show. How are you going today? Hello, I'm going amazing, thank you. How are you? I am amazing as well. It's great to... As we said, it's been kind of in the pipeline for a while, so it's good to finally get a date in and, and do it and do that in between your filming. Hey? Exactly. Yeah. No, no, it's good. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So we all know you as Hendrix Grayson in Neighbours at the moment, but before mm. we do talk about that part of your life, I'd love to yeah. start from the beginning, if that's okay, to get a good idea of how you've made it to where you are today. So your passion for acting started in high school and you studied performing arts back home in Mittagong, but were there, un- were there any other careers that you wanted to pursue with your life or, you know, did you have another passion uh, that you wanted to pursue or plan B as they call it? Well, ooh, that's, well, I was, I originally started as a dancer, so, um, yeah, I, I grew up, up dancing. Later on. Yeah. Right. So that's pure, that was really kind of what I was pushing towards. It was either being a dancer or doing something with sport I, I used to love running a lot I was a I used to do a lot of running so I did a I, I wanted to pursue that um so it was either dancing or really kind of athletics or something like that but then I don't know I I was pretty lucky that I found kind of what I wanted to do pretty early mm. so I could you know um yeah I was pretty lucky in that department so yeah 
So how did it acting come about? Just drama in school? Is that where you found yeah. it? Well, I, um, I, when I was 12 or 13, I, I was part of a little crew, a dance group called um, Little Bandits Crew. And we went on Young Talent Time, and uh, which was a television um, a television show on I think Channel Ten or something. Um, and from that, I got an agent and uh, or a manager. And the manager kind of said to me like, "Hey, you should you know try your hand at acting." And I was like, "Oh, I've never really thought about it. I've done a bit of like theatre and stuff like this back at home and in in school and stuff, little theatre sports and stuff like that." Um, I was like, "Oh yeah, I could I could try this. I'd like to be in movies and stuff like this." And so then. From that, from then, from probably like thirteen, I was doing classes and and stuff like that, and auditions, and I think I did my first acting role when I was fourteen. So yeah, I kind of just fell into it because I was pursuing other performing kind of you know art things, and yeah. and then it just kind of went got handed to me like, hey, I do this, and I went wow, and then all of a sudden I was like, okay, I love this, you know what I mean? So I just kept doing it. Well, it's kind of all in the entertainment field, isn't it? So it all kind of just gels together, all of them. You can do a little bit of everything. That's it, yeah. And then, yeah, you can do a little bit of everything and, then, yeah, it all kind of works together. So it's good. Yeah. You mentioned Little mm. Bandit's crew. That was with Lockie Deering, yeah. wasn't it? Yes, yes, He's it been was. on our show too. No way. <laughs> he's actually yes, in my book my... right there. Oh, no. Yes, Lockie is one of my oh, – I, I, I've not seen him in so long. It's been forever because he's in Sydney and – He's got really long and... hair now. He's really I know. Him. He's such a beast. <laughs> the COVID <boy>. hair. <laughs> I know. He's, oh. uh, yeah, no, I love Lockie. He's, he's a legend. That's a trip down memory yeah, lane. We... I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I know that band name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we did that together. And when we were, he was, he's a year older than me. So I think I was, yeah, 12, he was 13. And then I lived with his family actually because I, um, I in Barrel, Barrel's probably two hours, an hour and a half away from Sydney, the mm. city. And I was in the city a lot as a kid and so I just my parents couldn't do it with work they couldn't just keep driving me back and forth or paying for like accommodation so I just ended up living with Lockie for a lot uh, for a lot of the time there wow. um, so a lot of my teenage years were with Lockie which was an epic time would never so, have even thought of that coming up in the interview but there you go how funny right yeah how funny <laughs> yeah. Love when conversations go off on tangents <laughs> yeah 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 when I was researching yeah. you too and just hearing you talk about all the stuff you did when you were young to even find acting, mm. I was like, what can't this guy do? You know, he can sing, he can dance, he can act. <laughs> and you are also the um, nephew of a Commonwealth Games gold medalist. That's pretty cool. I, so that kind I of am, yes. <laughs> brings in the whole running track as well and you ended up reaching state level. That's incredible. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah, no, thanks. Yes, that, that you that didn't go like more down that path. <laughs> uh, well, I yeah, so... I, that's that was kind of like my motivation i got really inspired by my auntie and then i was like you know what i want to do that mm. um so yeah she, she would kind of train me a little bit back in the day and which was tough but yeah yeah, yeah to actually yeah. do it as a career you know i think it's kind of nerve-wracking oh. in case you ever get an injury or something it's like oh my god i'm out of a yeah. job <laughs> that's it. acting it's, you can yeah, do it forever if you wanted to yeah that's it same thing same, same thing with dancing i kind of thought okay dancing is like a, there's a lot of things that go into that like if i hurt myself then maybe i'm not going to be able to work and stuff so yeah mm. it's yeah it's tough but um yeah i love that you knew that that my auntie won a gold medal at commonwealth games i love that. i am known for doing my research <laughs> very good no very good 
No, I always find, you know, I've I've watched so many, I've done this for like 11 years now, but before I got into it, something that just really annoyed me was watching interviews where they haven't done research. And I'm like, I could find out that on Google. Come on, let's get deep dive and learn a bit more. (laughs) Get into it. Yeah, no, I love that. That's good. And this show is also, you know, very positive and all about, you know, working hard. And there's so many people that look up to, you know, actors and singers and they might want to do what you want to do. But, you know, I think a lot of, people don't know how hard of how hard of a work it is to actually even just get your big break so to kind yeah. of give people an idea about that how long do you think you actually kind of worked for before getting say your big break you know obviously people Ooh. will know your neighbors now but how long has it been <laughs> how, how hard it's, were you that's working a, that's for? a tough one yeah that's well I mean like I said I've been working since I was probably 14 um yeah. in acting and so since then really um after I kind of got my first little gig, then it just kind of, the hustling kind of started. Like I just would go to as many classes, acting classes I could a week, um, just ch- just learn as much. But there is so much to go into it and it's so hard because especially some would say that, you know, uh, this this could be like a big, big break and, and then you have maybe a year off where you kind of can't book any other work or there's no other work going on. And then so it it, it is tough, you know what I mean? Um, but um, I think I was quite, I, I was, uh, when I was doing dancing and stuff, I was quite lucky in that because I was working professionally as a dancer and doing tours around Australia and um, meeting some incredible people and stuff like that. And so then, yeah, I guess it just, you just have to work so hard. And, and, and it's like, it's like a, it just be a jack of all trades kind of thing. Like yeah. you just have to be able to be able to be, to mold into whatever fit you want, like people want you to be and like in the role of what it is. So you just kind of have to take in as much knowledge as you can um, because who knows what's going to come at you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. next month there might, someone might come up and be like, oh, my God, you'd be perfect for this, but I need you to do this. And you're like, oh, I don't really have that knowledge or that skill set. So, um, I mean, I, yeah, I was very determined as a kid and in high school as well I was quite like I, I went to Barrow High School in um back in barrel and it was I was the only kind of male dancer I was the only performer only person in my year that was dancing acting doing anything to do with really performing performances um or performing and um so I just had a lot of motivation just to keep going and not stop until I get there because if you really want it you're gonna get it you know yeah, what I mean if you really want it um you're gonna you're gonna make it work um yeah. so were you a little yeah. bit of the uh, outside kid then for being the only one in school wanting to do that? Yeah, a little bit. I was like, it, I was quite lucky as well because I, I did a lot of sport and uh, I played a fair bit of football as well and touch football and all that kind of stuff. And my, my sibling, my brother, he um, he played a lot of football as well. And um, and my sister was, I don't know, I, was, I had a good support system around me. So I didn't feel too much like an outsider. I mean, I did feel like an outsider because no one really did what I was doing. So like at a lot of recesses and lunches, I was by myself kind of like in the oh. drama room or like dance room, just working on my thing. Or um, actually a lot of the time I was on the field just practicing backflips and flips like and stuff like that. And so which you incorporated yeah, but, dancing. <laughs> yeah yeah that's it yeah but I kind of yeah. loved it it kind of gave me more motivation just to just to do whatever I can to get around people that were like me to inspire me more so yeah I mean I wasn't a massive fan of school because of that reason and I didn't I didn't think it was like you know really for me and but um 
it, I, I am grateful for it though because I found different things within schooling and like you know the people around me and the in the, the you know the kids and stuff like that. I found those little things to motivate me to kind of go for it. You know what I mean? Because uh, you can like if you feel like an outsider, you can. It's really easy just to sit there and be like, you know, why me? Or you know, I feel so alone or whatever like that. But then to use that to kind of motivate you and push you further is yeah, is this yeah. is the key. You know what I mean? So was there any bullying as well? How did you get through that? A little bit, yeah. I had a little bit of bullying. Um, like I said before, I was quite like, I, I was lucky because when I first started year, I think year seven or started year eight, well, I was on tele- television by then. And so that was kind of a bit of a hype around it. So, yeah, I mean, I was still the, I was still the, the, the male dancer, you know, the, the, that one guy that danced. But um, I, it did affect me a little bit and there was a few like name callings, but a lot of the time I had some good mates around me that would kind of stick up for me and and I was I was pretty determined. I was pretty just like I didn't really care. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I was just so I just had tunnel vision. I knew what I wanted and anything that anyone could say, like I really just didn't take it in. So right. I guess uh, I'm pretty grateful that I had that kind of mindset. Um yeah, I don't know. Yeah, by yeah, the time you're on TV, yeah. it just kind of shut people up a bit. Like, oh, okay, never mind. He's yeah. serious. All right. Yeah. Okay. No, he's he's, he's actually taking this seriously. Okay. All right. <laughs> Take yeah. a step back. Well, yeah, as you said, no, like um, being on Young Talent Time, and then your Australia's mm. Got Talent as well made it to the finals. Yes. Um, yeah, you were even in Saturday Night Fever and have performed now with incredible superstars, like mm. just for our audience, people like Kelly Rowland, Rita Ora, mm-hmm. Samantha Jade. <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah. Do- I know Neighbours is such a big part of your life now. It's probably one of your big yeah. career highlights. But apart from Neighbours, what do you think has been such a big career highlight for you? Has there been a, fa- a favourite person that uh, you've performed with? or? I mean, I did a, um, I've done a few Australian tours um, with different artists and like shows and stuff like that. And that that's a, that's a pretty amazing feeling because... I mean, I did my first Australian tour when I was 14 with Young Talent Time. We did a live show and toured around with Rob Mills um, mm. and a few of the other cast of the show. Yeah, right. So I've known Millsy for ages as well, but that was that was a pretty huge moment for me as a kid because I was 14 years old being flown all around the country, staying in hotels and with Lockie and, like, you know, I, I, that was that was pretty I'd say that that's that's a pretty incredible kind of thing at that age. Um, and then since then, I I choreographed a, um, a Australian tour for an artist that was on uh, X Factor. His name's Aiden Calafiore. He yep. he was um, he was amazing to work with, and I got to do a Australian tour with him and take a few of my friends with me, and we did backup dancing for him, and I did creative direction for his show, and it was um, that was a that was a another cool kind of moment where it was just creativity for me like I had a lot of creative freedom and I got to do that um and then I just get thrown in the deep end and I just kind of wing it that's 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 my key just wing it and fake it until you make it yeah that's my favorite quote <laughs> just fake it yeah, till you make you'll it. figure it out eventually yeah um and then I don't know maybe like I did a tour with uh Maddie Ziegler and Maddie and Ken- Mackenzie Ziegler as well and that was that was a that that was crazy because I kind of got to see what 
like they're huge. They were. Yeah. They, I didn't realize how big they were. I didn't even know who they were until I was like, like I was working with them. I was like, oh, okay, that's you guys. Um, but I didn't realize how big they really were. Like they, the, the, the magnitude of just the we were performing in stadiums, and so that was another thing that was like, wow, this, this, this industry, this world is crazy. So that was a cool experience. Um. I don't know. Yeah, there's there's a few Taking things you down that tri- <laughs> trip down memory lane. <laughs> down memory lane. I mean, and also the um, Saturday Night Fever actually was another amazing experience for me because it was my first musical I've ever done, and I've always wanted to do a musical. It was my first musical I've ever done, and I got a primary role kind of thing. I had a, a my I played Joey in the show, and which was one of the four main guys in the show, and. So I had dialogue and I was a, a featured dancer and stuff. So that was, that was like, just, I, that blew me away that I, I, I got that opportunity as well because it was my first musical and that's not often that you get a speaking role in your first musical. So yeah, that's um, so big like Saturday Night Fever as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, with other and big that stars. show was just, that's it. That's it. Yeah. I got to work some, with some incredible people and, um, yeah, and, and me, me and Lockie played best friends in um, Saturday Night Fever. So our our characters played best friends, and we were best mates, and like we were best mates. And then makes it easy. It's so easy. And then even at the end of the, we had a bow together. Um, we had our own kind of bow, and at the end of the show, and it was that that was a special moment that I got to do my first musical with one of my best mates, and oh. we had our own bow. That was that was a cool moment. Our, our parents absolutely loved it. <laughs> Us two coming out at the end, doing the bow. It was like, oh, you could see our parents in the front row. That's that so was cute. Nice, that was a nice one, yeah. Oh, hopefully you get some more yeah. musicals in the future. I'd love to yes. see some more. No, that's the plan. That's I want to do a bit more theatre, so. Yeah. Well, who knows? That? Who knows? You who never knows? know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Hey, guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. Bryce Johnson from Pretty Little Liars. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. These celebrities are sharing a message of hope and inspiring the younger generation in our new book, Knowing What I Know Now. This is filled with 70 quotes from your favourite celebrities on what they would tell their 14-year-old selves. A book filled with amazing advice to help you chase your dreams or help you deal with bullying or depression. It is available worldwide as a paperback or ebook version. Go to raveituptv.com to buy your copy now. There is even an audiobook version coming very soon. Did you know we filmed this interview? Well, come on over to our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. You can subscribe for free. And here's a little secret. We like to reward our active subscribers with autographed photos and merchandise, no matter where you are in the world. So don't forget to give us a thumbs up while you're there and get busy sharing the videos with your friends. Well, I think it's time to talk about Neighbours Now and your character, yep. Hendrix. How was your experience like for auditioning for that show? Was it nerve-wracking? Didn't know what to expect? Um, well, actually, I have a really funny experience with the audition for this show i had I like funny so stories. i was doing Sat- <laughs> yes i i was um i was doing saturday night fever um and i think i was we were probably three weeks away from finishing uh the show and my agent uh who sent me a a uh an audition for neighbors and he said hey here's your uh, you've got an audition for neighbors can you put this tape down please and like uh, send it back 
little little did I know that they didn't actually really want to see me. I, I apparently I wasn't the right fit for the role, and so the um, so that's you know, um, I wasn't the right fit for the role. Let's come through that light there. Well, sorry, <laughs> it's like that's um, worse. <laughs> well, um, I wasn't really um, quite yet fit for the role, so they didn't even want to see a tape from me. They didn't even want to see the audition. Ooh. But my manager didn't tell me that, so he just sent me the audition and said, "Hey, just do this." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, cool, an audition." So I filmed the tape, the self tape in the theater in uh, when I was doing Saturday Night Fever sent it off and then they went oh okay we want to see him and so then they flew me flew me to melbourne the next week i did a chemistry test with um tim robards and Gemma donovan and and then i think three days later they told me i booked the job but i was uh i was terrified but i remember in my I, I was excited. I was really excited and I was quite confident. I kind of have a feeling. I feel like when you feel like you're going to get something, you can kind of know it. I don't know. Mm. Um, and I remember in the taxi drive from to the, to, from the airport to the chemistry read um, with the producers and, the, and Team Robots and Gemma, um, I was in this taxi ride with this taxi and he, the taxi driver spoke, like, talked to me the whole way he just kept conversation going and it took my nerves away <clears throat> because I was just chatting. And so I was, it was amazing. And like, I've still, I think I've still got his um, card and like he, 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 he was, uh, that, that was really nice. Cause you get quite nervous and you don't know what to expect. You don't know what to expect when you go in the room and stuff like this. And so I was, that helped me out so much. So I just got to chat and just chat about nothing and anything. And then kind of shook his hand and then went into the audition and yeah. And kind of, Got it. Yeah, most so, taxi drivers don't do that, so that's really good. <laughs> no, it was it was it was really nice. It was um, yeah, I, I would say it yeah it took my nerves away. It really helped me out. So yeah, yeah it's and good. obviously they really liked you after all. <laughs> that's it. And then uh, yeah, it's I see funny. anybody it's else funny. playing it. So <laughs> I know I can't imagine. Um, there was a few. There was one other guy I knew that was going for it, and I think there was five out of five guys and. Yeah, so, um, but it was pretty cool that I never really had an audition for it, but I ended up getting it, so. Yeah, good manager you have. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And Hendrix really started out as, like, a troubled teen, and even mm. at the beginning he was kind of annoying me, just to be honest, but then mm. he's grown so much as a character now, and i got to say he's one of my faves. What mm. do you think has been the hardest part about playing him? Did you find it hard to be, like, that troubled teen at the beginning? <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of fun to play the trouble team. It is a yeah, lot of like fun. Yeah, it's like playing the bad guy. Just, yeah, and you get away with it, really. Um, but I feel like the main thing is, is like, it, it was finding the kind of the balance between, okay, he's not actually just a, he's not a bad kid. Mm. He's just a kid that's been kind of starved of certain things and certain role models in his life. So he's kind of just figuring out where he sits in this, hierarchy or sits in this food chain of the world yeah. um and and trying to get attention from the people that he loves and trying to get um affection and trying to just trying to add value to him and who he was and stuff like that so he was lashing out and doing all these things because he didn't have a good relationship with his parents he never really so from there forward he kind of it was always you know talk about money for his parents and so that was kind of money gave people value and so he, it, the struggle was making him a troubled teen, but then also making him likable 
to go, oh no, he's just a scared young boy. Yeah. Like he doesn't Which know. Which we find really out eventually. What... We're like, oh, I'll yeah. <laughs> it, so yeah, and then you go, oh, okay, whack up. Like I feel kind of sorry, bad, like bad for him. Like mm. although you know, it it was a, I missed I missed doing all the 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 um the bad stuff the and bad the crazy stuff. stuff. Yeah, I, now I I'm hope just a young. good character. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a goodie. It's really funny now. A lot of the scenes um now with Hendrix, he's kind of like the wise guy. Yeah. Um, some, some some scenes of people are talking to him like, Hendrix, I need your advice. And he's like, well, especially with Chloe. If all of a sudden Chloe is like, uh, you know, Chloe, why don't you do this? And it's like, it's like I'm, I don't know, it, it, just some kind of, I don't know, wise guy now. So Total 180, yeah. I got to say. <laughs> Total 180. But I guess it's a nice journey. Like I've, I think I've been on the show now for two years, so a bit over two years. Wow, so the journey, I, I feel like that journey is quite, quite nice. And um. Yeah, 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 yeah. And how has it been filming with all the COVID restrictions and filming schedules being changed? Is it annoying? Uh, and you know, you're like, yeah, are you in a rush it, it, now to remember your script? Oh, I mean, I mean, we're always in a rush. We we shoot <laughs> so fast. Yeah, we shoot so fast. Like uh, I think the most scenes I've done in one day is like fifteen or fourteen scenes in one day. Oh. So um, it's. Yeah, it, it, there's, it's it's a lot. It, it's it's a it's a it's a machine. I think is an animal. It, you know what I mean? It just keeps rolling. So with all the COVID stuff, it's uh, I guess I guess it's kind of it's it's slowed it down. It slowed it down. It's kind of kind of yeah. It's kind of slowed it down a bit. But it's it's amazing how it just hasn't stopped and it's just kept going. And it, yeah, and surprised too. It, yeah, it's so it's so cool. Like being able to adjust. It, how they did it and how we just adjusted to the world what was going on and kept a, like kept being able to shoot and whilst also doing some crazy storylines like in the middle of in the middle of kind of lockdown last year I was doing a the uh, the gambling storyline and that was crazy because we had to touch cards and stuff and but but we couldn't because of COVID and we had to wear masks other than the the, um, yeah, other than shooting, yeah. but we had to hand out cards and stuff like this, and we couldn't. We I, I wasn't allowed to say like you know touch touch something, and then some another character wasn't allowed to touch it. So navigate wow. through that and trying to make it work was just incredible. Like it was just like problem solving to the max. You know what I mean? And, and making it work and like yeah, it, it's. Uh, I mean, I was just grateful that I was still doing working. you know shooting and working yeah. and stuff, but um. Um, yeah, we were pretty lucky that we got to kind of navigate through all that. Um, yeah, it's good that you guys are so far in advance too. Like I've had Barry yeah. Conrad on the show and he was saying like three months in advance before it gets aired yeah. or something. It's yeah, great because in case something, you know, like COVID happened, you're, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got some uh, some backup. Yeah, mm. got some ammo in the, in the tank. Yeah, that's it. It's, it is good. Um, and that helped. That helped. But I think there was a time there we were kind of quite short. It wasn't about three months. It was probably about, I think, nine or ten weeks that we were. So we were kind of pushing it. I know. So at one point we were just kind of smashing out the scenes and, yeah, flat out, flat out. Whilst the world is kind of going up and, I don't know. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Into drama. That's That's a whole other podcast episode. (laughs) That's a different one. Yeah, yeah, that's another chat. Yeah. And do you miss yeah. t- Tim being your, your father on the show? I, I love yeah. the, like the banter between you two. It's sad yeah, that he left. Yeah, 
Yeah, I miss Tim. I, I got along with Tim really well. Like when I when I first moved to Melbourne as well, he, he kind of just not looked after me. Just, yeah, he kind of like it just kind of yeah, he, he kind of looked after me. He was um he was nice. good and we were training a lot together and stuff and working with him on set was always fun. We always joke around and um are you originally yeah, from I, Sydney, are you? And then you just commute? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, was I, I was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, originally I, I just moved. I think I had a, a week gap in between Saturday Night Fever and Neighbours and I moved in that week. And then wow. um, he was going back and forth because his wife was in Sydney. And then um, I think actually for a lot, a, lot, a lot of the time there, I was doing the same. I think weekends mm. I was flying back to Sydney and stuff like that. But um, um yeah, I do miss working with Tim. He he he's a he's a beautiful man. He's a beautiful yeah. man. Love that love the guy. So, you in yeah. Sydney now or are you in Melbourne now? I'm in Melbourne now. I'm in Melbourne oh, now. so you can't so, even see him. <laughs> no, no, I haven't Sydney seen him. Sydney lockdown right now, but when it's finished. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen him since probably Christmas. Oh just oh, before, wow. yeah, so it's been it's been a while, yeah. Now he's got a little little bub, so I, no, mm. oh, actually, no, you're wrong. I saw I saw uh on I think Tim's Instagram story, you were at the Easter show doing your meet and greet with uh, Richie. That's right. Yeah, you guys saw each other. I thought it was so funny. That's <laughs> that right. Anna's That's like, right. oh, this is your little sister. And you're like, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, uh, oh, that I thought was that funny. was funny. She's adorable. Yeah, she's uh, adorable. I, I think we missed each other yeah. by like one day because I think I went to the Easter show the very next day and I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, no way. But I was yeah, like, that's all right. That... I got an interview with him coming up. So that's good. Coming and up. Organizing one later. with Richie. <laughs> so we're good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get more one-on-one time with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, you're doing a great um, job. Keep it up. Like, Neighbours, I'm I'm so glad that they're brought in so many, like, I'm going to call new blood, you know, fr- fresh yeah. blood in, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we all love Susan and Carl, you know, they're just legends on the show. Legends. And, and Toadie, but, yeah, to have some, some young blood in there too. <laughs> I know, right? And the dynamic, it's I like lo- I love that Hendrix lives with um Carl and Susan because yeah, that dynamic so is, that's and that is so much fun to play on, on set, like uh with uh Alan and, and, and Jackie. The the especially the comedy stuff and the kind of like sitcom-y like uh jokes and yeah. it is it, it, it is so much fun. A lot of the time we're just just dying of laughter on set. It's usually and- Fletch is doing something silly and then I do something that it's and then Jackie and we just it's really fun. It's That's a fun awesome. time. We should just yeah. have a whole just behind the scenes episode. <laughs> I know <laughs> it would be hilarious. Yeah. Oh, and they're the best people to learn from too, because they've been acting oh, for yeah. decades. So yeah, yeah soak it all up, Ben. That's it. Yeah, no, they're they are they're the legends. They're the, they're the gods of it. And they they just they're so yeah, they're great. They're good. Yeah. So mm. keep it up. <laughs> In this day and age, we're surrounded by technology and electricity all the time. Like our phones and laptops, phone and radio towers, Wi-Fi, electric power lines, and the appliances in our home. Do you know that these could be damaging your health because of the electromagnetic radiation coming off them? When I found Orgone Effects though and bought their products, I immediately noticed a difference. I started sleeping better, and was even calmer and not always high in adrenaline. Orgone Effects has over 20 years experience in developing products to neutralize the harmful effects of EMRs. I have six of their products myself now and I could not recommend them highly enough. These products last a lifetime too, so you only have to buy them once. 
go check out their website, orgoneffectsaustralia.com.au. That is O-R-G-O-N-E effectsaustralia.com.au. And type in the coupon code RAVEITUP at checkout. Do you love the world of entertainment? And do you love writing? Well, you could be perfect to join Rave It Up. We are currently looking for talented new writers to write for our website, raveituptv.com. You must speak fluent English and be passionate about everything entertainment, from celebrities to movies and music. If you're interested, please email us at info at raveituptv.com. Now, we're going to play a game a little later on, so I want to make sure I have some time for that, which is awesome. All right. But I yep. do want to quickly bring up as well, because I think you're a perfect guest for this show, because you're an yes, advocate yes. for mental health. And it's something we love to talk about on this show to really help yep. our audience, you know, overcome any challenge that, challenges that they might be facing. So yep. how, how, what has your mental health journey been like? Have you ever dealt with anxiety, depression? Yeah. Bullying your haters that um, contribute to your mental health being? Yeah, no, I've, I've, had, a, I've had a solid kind of, journey with uh, my kind of mental health and I've been uh, in and out of depression and I've had a, a, I've had anxiety and um, I've had anxiety from a young age and and, and uh, I had a lot of injuries as well I had a, an injury in my leg which kind of caused a lot of like, anxiety then further caused depression and all that kind of stuff and uh, I only kind of took it into my kind of uh, my my life that I had to really look after it and and kind of monitor it and and just just uh, yeah look after it. I only kind of really got into looking after it when I went okay no I was at a time in my life where I was like it's either you know there's two paths you can go here um, and I had uh, luckily I had a, a few good friends around me that were. Um, kind of uh, meditating and doing all that kind of stuff and um they they helped me out a lot and uh yeah i don't know I had, yeah i had it, it's it's Not been a it's been a journey system. it's a been it's been a journey but um um has COVID yeah. kind of affected it as well again uh yeah i'd say that uh, COVID did because i didn't get to see my family for about seven months maybe Wow. Um, and that was huge. I'm a, I'm a huge mama's boy. And, um, and so I couldn't see my mom for a long time. And, and I was also, I was living alone for a bit and, and, um, the world was kind of, and social media as well. That's a, that's a, that really gets, you can get really sucked into that and how yeah, um, limit my use. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, I feel like on social media, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an easy way to react to other people's opinions and it's like, and you can easily get your emotions, your feeling kind of attached to it. Um, and that I, I, I found myself in that spot and I went, Oh, you know, like it was just, it was just a time and I was, it was just a weird energy. You know what I mean? Um, and then I kind of started going, all right, no, I have to, you have to actually really want to, to do something for yourself and for your mental health. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I feel like for me, as many as as you get hundreds of people telling you you need to do this you need to do that you need to do this and, and you're not going to do anything for yourself until you purely you really want to do it you know what i mean um and so um i think i got there was a point um i got i got to and i was just like no let's let's do let's do something about this you know what i mean um and so i started researching it reading more books 
um, talking to more people, meditating, um, doing mindfulness activities, doing uh, practicing gratitude every day, exercising. Um, yeah, I just because it was either you know either either or it was you could yeah. really go down the dark path and who knows where you'll end up and um and that or or it was like kind of level up keep going you know yeah. maintain it well even so, whether you like meditation or not because some people don't like i personally love it but mm. even just as you said being finding things that you are grateful for even if mm. life is sh- <laughs> with yeah, COVID at the moment there's always something to be grateful for yeah. that's it it's about like I think my key to my key to um, mental awareness or mental well is mental kind of mental health or mental okay, maintaining a good mental health is self awareness. Yeah, that's that's the key to it. Self awareness. I'd say you have to be aware of your thoughts, you're aware of your feelings, but then also not judge them because yeah, feel what you need you, to feel. Yeah, because once you judge them and you're judging yourself, and that's when. You don't. You, you don't. You shouldn't have to judge yourself. You know what I mean. Like there may, may there may be an answer. Like you could be having thoughts, and you go, "Why am I having these thoughts?" And whatever that answer is, you may not like the answer, yeah. but it's the answer. You know what I mean. You can't yeah. judge that answer. Um, and so, I was I was kind of judging those answers. I was going, "No, that's not you. That's not you. No, you know, kind of, kind of, just playing, just, just." playing with myself just going yeah. like what are you doing Fighting like, in just, your head <laughs> you know what I mean just going and then overthinking and stuff this and um but once you like once you try and be you know as as, as aware as you can of those thoughts like uh when they happen the triggers and and just not judging it going okay there it is again okay mm. you know and then keep going and um yeah yeah it's it's always one of my favorite quotes is um, mental health is not a destination. It's about how you drive, uh, not where you're going. Yeah. So like the journey. It's about the journey. So it's, it's about, it's about how you're driving, you know, like it's how, about how you, you know, you're, um, you're maintaining a, a straight path or you're maintaining a, a, um, a clear path even. Um, so meditation helps me a lot with that because, I find myself going, oh, my God, I have so many things to do. There's so many things I want to do. There's so many things, the people I need to talk to. Yeah, easy to stress and then, out. And then I end up just going, no, I'm not going to do any of it because then anxieties come and you go, oh, you know what, people people uh, are needing things from me or people are wanting things from me and are expecting things from me. Oh, it's too much. I'm just, I'm just going to back off. Yeah. And so then meditation helps me because then it goes, okay, uh, it makes me calm. It makes me kind of, it, for my for my own thoughts, it kind of puts them in their own categories then. Yeah. Okay, so then you, you have to do this and how important is that? And then this and how important is that? And, that. and so then, yeah, and so it kind of just puts puts all those thoughts in their little their little spots. And then so then when, I, when you finish meditating, you have a bit more clarity on where you are in, in the world, where you are in your emotions right now, where you are in the present right now. And and then you can start to kind of pick and pull what you need to do. I'd say instead of like being all jumbled. <laughs> instead of it being like that, it's like you it's like this, like you've got the chords, it's like oh, just yeah, meditating, yeah. you know, and then the headphone cords. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh um yeah, so um oh I was gonna say, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's I have another another analogy where it's like you're 
and you imagine your your mind is like a your mind is a train station and every every thought that you have is a train that goes mm. uh, along the train station it's like you want to acknowledge every train and then you want to decide have a decision which train to get onto yeah because if you if you if you don't decide and you just jump on the train you're going to end up at a destination that you don't want to be at and you're going to have to try and get all the way back mm. so it's about monitoring and acknowledging every train that goes past or every thought that goes past and then going, okay, this is a thought that I actually want to talk to today or this is a thought that I want to, you know, be in today, whether it's, whether it's a, to do with a feeling or, a, you know, emotional. Great analogy. Stuff. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> that's, yeah, because you, you're you not your thoughts, you know what I mean? You're the train yeah. station that the thoughts run on. So oh, love that. Mm. I hope everyone else has taken mm. some of that on board today and hopefully it's helped them. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, my favorite word is uh, decide. decide. Decide, yes. Because Be everything is is it because there's decision or reaction and like and often like I said with social media, it social media is just a platform for reaction because you could yeah. easily have an opinion and write something and you're like you know something like oh, I I hate these, I hate these, and then someone goes no I, but I love jumbled. these it's this 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 and it's like a reaction and you're like oh and then all of a sudden there's arguing and it's like no we don't even know what we're arguing about. Um, and so it's then going, deciding to react and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, it's all decision. Definitely. Well, yeah, that's probably a lot of, that was, no, probably that a was a just, great way uh, to like finish up the interview before we play our game. <laughs> oh, yeah, thank right. you very much. Yeah. Let, let, let's yeah. finish off with some uh, more fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. So we have a legendary game here on Rave It Up called the two minute hot seat. So what I do is I ask you various questions and you just have to pick your preference. So it's like dogs or cats, singing or dancing. That might be a hard okay. one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. You have to answer as many questions in two minutes as possible. And then when we okay, finish, wow. we'll see where you sit on the leaderboard up against oh, everyone no. else. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> I know, right. I was like trying to find Lockie Deering on here. I'm like, I'm sure he's played it. But yeah, as I no, said, he, I'm organising an interview with, um, with the guy that plays Levi and the girl that plays Nicolette. So... Maybe you could set the bar nice and high for them. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's go. I'll see if I can find Lockie a bit later on too. I don't want to spend too much time staring at it. All right. <laughs> Let me get my stopwatch. Are you ready? Oh, okay. I'm ready. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. iPhone or Samsung? iPhone. Apple or Android? Apple. Rap or rock music? Rap. Rock or pop? Rock. Pop or country? Pop. Beach oh, or country. <laughs> um, oh, beach. Beach or pool? Beach. Skiing or snowboarding? Snowboarding. Comedy or action? Comedy. Blondes or brunettes? Oh, <laughs> uh, brunettes? I don't Sweet know. Sweet or salty? Um, salty. Sunglasses or hat? Hat. SUV or convertible? SUV. Mac or PC? Mac. PlayStation or Wii? PlayStation. Singing or dancing? Dancing. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Italian or Chinese food? Oh, Italian. Summer or winter? Summer. Kim Kardashian or Scarlett Johansson? Scarlett Johansson. Johnny Depp or Will Smith? Oh, that's hard. Will Smith. Mall or online shopping? 
Um, mall. Cinema or home movie? Cinema. Ice cream or gelato? Gelato. Cake or cookies? <sighs> Cake. Cookies or cookie dough? Cookie dough. Family or friends? Oh, they're the same, but uh, family. Football or soccer? Football. Christmas or your birthday? Christmas. Night or day? Night. Bus or train? Train. Straight or curly hair? Curly. Eye color blue or brown? Brown. Vampire or werewolf? Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, werewolf. Texting or calling? Calling. Sydney or Melbourne? Oh, don't make me decide. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Melbourne. Friday or Saturday? Friday. Yeah, we're out of time. <laughs> I gave you an extra 15 seconds because it's over Zoom and, you know, there's a bit of a delay. Okay. But okay. Well, how many questions do you think you answered in that time? <clears throat> I don't know. How many was that? Probably like 20, 25? I don't know. Oh, close. You've answered 38 questions. Oh, 38. Yeah. All right. That was so more much more. than you thought. <laughs> yeah, wow. And you are sitting number... 49 on the Rave It Up leaderboard. Wow, that's horrible. But as a good thing, you actually beat Rob Mills. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's all right. I'm happy he with only that. answered 34, so you answered four more questions than him. That makes you feel wow. good. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's a few hard ones in there. Maybe decide between Sydney and Melbourne. I still haven't decided that. I'm still I'm stuck on that. I said Melbourne, but. And know, Johnny Depp and Will Smith, you're like, oh, no. Yeah, that's it. Now I'm like, oh, no, but Johnny Depp, but. Will Smith's like every, he's like everyone's dad. Like, yeah, I he's know. like everyone's, you know what I mean? Like, I want him to, you know. And so, friends yeah. and uh, family and friends, you're like, well, oh, but they're both family. <laughs> they're, both, they're both the same to me. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a lot of fun. Next time, when you're in Sydney next, let me know. We'll do it in person, all right? Absolutely. Done. Sounds good. And you can really get to the top of the leaderboard. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting 110. But uh, Richie and Charlotte, let's just hope they, I don't know, yeah. are, answer less i don't know <laughs> charlotte will be, charlotte will be good she's quick richie i don't know about richie i'll let <laughs> you know i'll keep you updated <laughs> gonna, i'll post it on just... social media and i'll tag you in it <laughs> yeah yeah okay yeah uh, we are unfortunately getting to the end of the interview ben it's gone so quickly i cannot get over it mm. but as a closing statement and was probably the most important question knowing what you know now what would you tell your 14 year old self Oh, probably get just you're gonna be all right. Yeah. I think it's I think it's just you stressed yeah. out a lot back then. Yeah, I just was. I feel like back then it was like that's I had a lot of kind of mental stuff. I think back then, uh, probably like just trust yourself mm. um, and believe in the future. Yeah, I love that. Could be yeah. an emotional question, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's tough because that's like, yeah, I don't know that that would be that would be just wow. Yeah, I know. I was like yeah, really shy at fourteen, so it's, I always get you know the goosebumps and a bit emotional yeah. about what I would tell her. Yeah, I, I think I was like, I was very confident, very confident kid, but I um, 
I was kind of faking it. You know what I mean? I was yeah, just, I had no idea, who, no idea who I was, no idea what I was meant to do, where I fit. You know what I mean? Like most kind of teenagers. Yep. So it's it's just going, yeah. Trust in the trust in the future that the future is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah, we, mm. we released a book last year and that has like all the quotes in it and I just love the question because everybody that's has a great. different answer and it really opens I love them up to talk about their childhood. Yeah, that's that's epic. I love that question. Yeah, yeah. I forgot what Lockie mm. said in it, but I, I can find out for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what was his, what would his be? He's, yeah. <laughs> Surf more. No. It'll be all right, Grow man. <laughs> Yeah. Grow your hair longer. <laughs> and if yeah. our audience want to contact you or find out what you're up to in the future, where should they go? Where should we go follow you? Just uh, Instagram at Benjamin Terland. Um, That's kind of the only really thing I use. The main hub. <laughs> yeah, I don't really use any, anything else. So, yeah. yeah. And check him out on Neighbours, Channel 10. Get yeah. watch it live. you got 10 play as well. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. On 10 play or my five if you're in the UK. So. Oh, in the UK. I love that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Let's reach yeah. everybody around the world. <laughs> everybody, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on our show today, Ben. I really appreciate your time. And if you, as Thank I you said, so if you're ever in Sydney, just let me know. I'd love to meet you in person and have Absolutely. another chat. Absolutely. No, thank you so much. And uh, thank you for the wonderful questions and the wonderful chat. It's been nice. You're welcome. And uh, mm. you're welcome. For, uh, I, you know, I did a lot of research so that I can answer, ask no. really deep questions for you. And that that is that's that's really nice. That's that is nice. You, there's nothing worse than having an interview or chat. They like have no idea what's going on. So it oh, is. And it's you nice just keep repeating stuff. the same answers you've probably given to heaps <laughs> of other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it is. Uh, it's uh, it's good. It's a nice feeling. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for listening. If you want to be the first to get every new episode, remember to subscribe to this podcast for free. Just search for Rave It Up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share it with your friends and tell us what you love the most and even let us know what you want to hear on this podcast. You can even check out the videos of our interviews on our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. And for more, visit our website, raveituptv.com. Now, before I leave you today, I just want you to remember that you are loved and you are beautiful. Bye.